0: Before I get to my next guest, Stephen Yellen, I want to talk to you about a couple of our sponsors, starting with our friends over at Two Under. Two Under Men's Performance Briefs have just released their new Spring and Summer 22 collections with fun, new, and exciting prints like the Freedom 2 and 3, Santa Fe, Tigers, Zebras, and Duckies, and their new exclusive Folds of Honor collection where they donate 20% of all Folds of Honor sales proceeds to that cause. U-N-D-R dot com. Two Under, performance in your pants. Use code NEXTT20, that's N-X-T-T-E-E-20, for a 20% discount on the Two Under website. also want to give a shout-out to our friends over at Golf Pride. In golf, light grip pressure releases power. Golf Pride engineered a secret the pros know. A larger lower hand encourages lighter pressure. Plus Four technology is designed with four additional layers which reduces tension in the lower hand to generate more power. Play plus four and release the secret that pros know. Now available on Tour Velvet, the winningest grip on Tour. Grip confidence, Grip Golf Pride. Okay, now next on the tee with me is Stephen Yellen. Stephen has developed a program called the Fluid Motion Factor. He's taught his concepts to great players like Scott McCarron, a great friend of the show, plus Robert Allenby, Lee Jansen, Gabby Lopez, and Trevor Immelman. He teaches them at the Ledbetter Academy down in Orlando, Florida, and I'm excited to have him with me tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Stephen, thanks for coming on the show.
1: Hey, my pleasure, Chris. Good to be here.
0: Stephen, I went to your website, fluidmotiongolf.com. You've got a great video of Scott McCarron singing your praises. Scott's been on the show several times, and he says he couldn't have won the Charles Schwab Cup without your program. That's pretty high praise.
1: Yeah. Um, You know, Scott learned the program the year he uh, entered the Champions Tour at 50 years old. And, you know, he he had a relatively solid career uh, on on the PGA um, circuit. He won three times, which is uh, commendable. But all of a sudden, he catches on fire on the Champions Tour and ends up winning 11 times so far um, and the Schwab Cup. And. You know, it's not like he turned 50 and all of a sudden he woke up and he found a magic move in his swing. No. He always had that talent. But, like most golfers, even on the highest level, they do not access it consistently. And what my program teaches, it teaches you how to access what you already own. So you're not playing blackjack out there every time you play.
0: So talk about that. What is the fluid motion factor and how do we access it?
1: Well, the fluid motion factor, it's, um, it's a neurophysiological process in the brain that has to be accessed in order to produce fluid motion. So just to give you a brief uh, background, a little neurophysiological background, to create a motion, any motion, whether it's uh, walking across the street or swinging a golf club, You have to generate uh, an intention, electrical signal in the brain or else the club's not going to move. Now, there are two parts of the brain that are really interesting in in producing motion. One is the prefrontal cortex, which is also known as the intellect. And the other is uh, the motor system. So when someone produces a fluid motion, doesn't matter what sport it is, during that motion, for instance, in golf, it's about a second and a half, That signal bypasses the prefrontal cortex. In other words, the intellect goes offline, goes directly to the motor system, and it's a motor system which communicates with the body to produce motion. The problem, and it's a huge problem, especially if you're an elite golfer, is when the intellect or the PFC goes online. And then it delays the signal moving to the motor system. Then in the middle of the motion, there's too many processes going on, and that's when the bulk of your core muscles dominate the motion. And you produce anything but a fluid motion. So my program teaches you how to set up this there. It's a very subtle environment. Golfers know, anyone who's listening to this uh, podcast knows that when you're in that space, it's a delicate space. It's ridiculously, feels ridiculously simple and easy to play elite golf when you're in that space, but virtually Very few, if any, golfers know how to systematically set up accessing that space, and that's what I teach.
0: One of the things I've heard you say is that players oftentimes are sabotaging themselves. Talk about how we're doing that.
1: Okay, so (laughs) virtually all the golfers, for the most part, are sabotaging themselves, even on the highest level. And the reason why, Chris, is that You have to understand that the brain physiology, and this has nothing to do with sports psychology. My program has nothing to do with sports psychology. My program has to do with neurophysiology, is that the brain has to exist in a very specific environment in order to repeat emotion. There's no belief involved in this. This is science. And that environment can be described in one word, wholeness. Brain physiology was um, was designed to produce fluid motion when it experiences wholeness. Now wholeness is a very abstract concept, so let's make it concrete you're on the course you're behind the ball, and you're setting up your shot you take into consideration all the elements of the shot the lie, the wind, the temperature, what you want to hit, how you want to hit it, how conservative, how aggressive, where you are in the round, where you are in your career. It could be uh, you know 8, 9, 10, 15 different things. Now, everybody's made a smoothie before, so we're going to make a golf smoothie. We're going to put all those elements in a blender. Now, if you're over the ball and and you have not made a smoothie, meaning that one element of the shot or the swing is pulsating over another element. Don't hit it left. Don't hit it right. Get the club in this position. Slide it like this and you have not experienced a threshold level of wholeness before you pull the trigger, then and you pull the trigger, then the delicate processes in the brain physiology that are responsible for stinking emotion, for having good tempo, for finding the correct slot, coming down, for squaring it up, for completing the swing, not holding it on, are challenged. And for the most part, you go into crisis management mode. And that's when anything can happen during the swing. So the key element in playing golf is really unknown to most people. The key element in playing consistent golf, if you have a repetitive swing, is the quality of space immediately preceding you pulling that trigger. If you have not made a smoothie, if something is pulsating over something else, then, and you pull the trigger, then there's, uh, there's a singer I like to talk about in this particular instance who sings a song called, It's Too Late Baby. It's Too Late. <laughs> if you, pu- if you pull that trigger and you do not have a threshold level of wholeness, I don't care if you're Tiger Woods. I just heard a fascinating conversation about Jack and Arnie. I don't care if you're um, Matthew Fitzpatrick. I don't care if you're John Rahm. I don't care if you're anybody. And, or, or what you have done on the preceding shot. If you have not experienced a threshold level of wholeness and you pull that trigger, it's Carol King. And essentially you're sitting at the blackjack table at the Bellagio and you have no idea what card is going to be dealt to you.
0: Steven, when we think we've had a breakdown in our swing, maybe we hit some wildly terrible shot way out of bounds yeah. off the tee or. Yeah. We hit some crazy shot off the fairway. We either yes. tee up another one, we drop a second ball on the fairway, and boy, that second guy is always better than that first guy, which tells Why? me it isn't the swing that's bad. It's a mental thing. No. Here's the
1: thing, Chris. First of all, all of, tell me what aspect of life is not mental, right? Everything is mental, <laughs> Yeah. right? Try playing golf when you're sleeping. So <laughs> the, 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 the this program was developed in conjunction with a world class neuro um scientist who worked with two Olympic teams, Denmark and 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 um Norway, two of the top Winter Olympic teams in the world. And every summer for about ten years I would sit down with him and we would go deeply into the neurophysiology answering one question. Just one I just was interested in one question. I don't care about anything else. How is fluid motion produced and why does it break down? And it's, always, it's produced identically for every athlete producing any motion in any sport. It breaks down identically for every athlete producing any motion in any sport. Now, my program rests on two scientific facts. It's not Stephen Yellen's you know, um, uh, idea about it or his approach or his take on it. The first, which every golfer needs to know, and they don't, and this is why, for the most part, they will not reach their potential in the game. And when this doctor, Fred Travis, told me this, there was a nuclear explosion in my brain because I realized the ramification. It was paradigm shifting. He said, You know, Stephen, that once you groove emotion, that motion can't break down. What breaks down is the ability to access it. Oh my goodness. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that. So what does this mean? It means you do not have to recreate the wheel on every shot. You do not have to live in checklist city. You do not have to be in swing prison, which virtually every golfer is in swing prison. They are trying to reinvent the swing, reinvent the swing, make sure you've got this position in this part of the swing, et cetera, et cetera. They are looking for their sunglasses and they're on the top of their head. What they have to learn, and again, we're talking about someone with a groove motion. We're not talking about a beginning golfer, is they have to, they have to learn how to access the subtle processes in the brain physiology that allows them to access their money in the bank. And these processes are very, very subtle. That's why it took a long, long time to develop my program. But if you're over that ball and you have a groove swing and you're thinking, I have to get the club in this position. I have to take it away like this. I can't be too shallow. I can't be too steep. And you're feeling you have to reinvent the swing, reinvent the swing. Chances are wholeness is going to be broken before you pull the trigger and you're going to be singing Carol King. It's too late, baby.
0: Stephen, for those of us that have been told throughout, you know, our golfing lives that practice makes perfect. You're going to beat balls on the range when things are going wrong. Wouldn't seem like that makes a lot of sense. It seems like we need to figure out what's blocking us mentally so that can trickle down to our swing path. Is that the right process or, or am I off A hundred uh,
1: percent. No, no. Here's the thing, Chris. You know, once you can, once you go to the range and you drop a bu- bucket of balls and you're feeling no pain, you got a repetitive swing. You know if you're there, you're not there. Okay. At that point in time, You're, the best avenue you can take is, uh, close the book on the swing. It's not going to get much better. And if you go in there and you try to do surgery on these little things, little, you're going to be stuck in swing prison. You're not going to have the freedom you want out there. You're going to play around the golf. You're going to walk off the course. You're going to be a mental and physical wreck because the prefrontal cortex, the intellect is just going 90, 90 miles an hour and you are a frustrated golfer and you do not have to be a frustrated golfer. If I was giving a clinic, I'll give you a friend. If I was giving a clinic with uh, the number one player in the world, Scotty, okay, a a solid college golfer, a good high school golfer, and an and an 18 handicap golfer. Okay, we got the whole range there, right? They would all get the exact same information. Scotty Scheffler and uh, Matthew Fitzpar- uh, Fitzpatrick and, And Scott McCarran produced fluid motion identical to the guy who just wants to hit a few solid shots during the round. So this is how universal and how fundamental this program is. It should be learned by every golfer on the planet. It's really not my program. I did not invent how fluid motion is produced. (laughs) I may be clever. I'm not the creator, but if you do not, understand how to access what you already own, you are playing blackjack uh, out there and you are changing swing thoughts and you are trying to figure out um, every week, OK, what's going to work here? What's going to work here? And that's why golfers don't reach their potential. And that's why um, they don't enjoy and, and a lot of them quit the game.
0: So, Stephen, what's the biggest mistake that you see us weekend golfers make? trying to reinvent
1: something that doesn't have to be reinvented.
0: There is just, they're living in
1: checklist city. They're over that ball, and the drama, before you pull the trigger, rivals any opening on Broadway. It is just unbelievable. Just look at their body language. Everything is going a mile a minute. What they have to understand first is that they don't have to reinvent the swing. The money's in the bank. Their swing is in, actually in the part of the brain known as the basal ganglia, which stores muscle memory. What they have to learn how to do, and and they're going the opposite direction. They're doing more and more. What they have to learn how to do is less and less. They have to learn how to feel when they do hit that second ball, as you mentioned previously, how to feel like that on the first ball. Because that second golfer is, oh, he's, he's, he's quite a golfer, right? So, um, we have a saying here in Florida. I don't know if other people <laughs> have this saying around the United States or the world. Save the drama for the llama. Okay. <laughs> there's so much, there's so much drama before you pull that trigger. Oh my goodness. It is just, and, and then they pull the trigger and you know what, Chris? Anything could happen during that swing if you don't have a threshold level of wholeness. And if you start analyzing the problem, if you start analyzing, oh, I took it back, uh, too far inside, too far outside, too quick, didn't make the transition, um, cast the club, left the club face open, poor tempo, never finished the swing, held on to the club, you are analyzing the byproduct. And what you want to do is you want to go to the fundamental level Is that wholeness was broken in your physiology? The body goes into crisis management. And why are you dancing around the surface? You should understand from a fundamental level that you broke wholeness. And if you didn't break wholeness, you would have had an acceptable swing.
0: So is that what separates great players like Jack Nicholas and Tiger Woods from the rest of us?
1: What separates Jack Nicholas and what separated Fitzpatrick with that, with that shot, uh, that nine iron out of the sand on 18 is not the quality of their swing. You go to the range on a PGA Tour, a Corn Ferry, or LPGA, you can't tell the difference. Tell me you can tell the difference who's ranked 10 and who's ranked 110. You can't. Am I right or wrong? You're right. So what is it? It's not the quality of their motion. It's the quality of their silence during the motion. It's how much silence because this is the, the silence and wholeness is the same thing. How much silence can be infused into the brain physiology when you're under the gun? And you saw it very clearly um, uh, on Sunday at the U.S. Open. So what golfers need to learn after they learn the fundamentals, you have to have a fundamental swing. Okay, you're not going to get water out of a rock. So. Fundamental that's why you have to go to a qualified instructor, but there's a certain point in a golfer's career, I don't care if it's a PGA pro or just a weekend warrior, where they have to put the swing to bed, okay, this is what I have, this is what I'm gonna this is what I'm gonna have for the rest of my, my career, my rest of my life as a golfer, then they have to go to the second stage of their development, which they're not going to. How do I access what I already own? How do I access my best swings? And that's what my program is all about. It changed Scotty's career. It changed Gabby Lopez's career. Lee uh lost his card for five years. He went through my program. He got his card about 10 years ago when he was still on the PGA Tour. Trevor Immelman said, I will never win another golf tournament unless I become more abstract. More abstract means more wholeness in my brain physiology. It's, it's not, it's, this is not a, an elective program. This, I mean, this is, um, this is a, a prerequisite, you know, honestly.
0: Well, Stephen, now that you've wet our whistles about what your program can do for us, how do we sign up? Very simple.
1: Go to my website, fluidmotiongolf.com. One word, fluidmotiongolf.com. I charge a lot of money to work with pros and with players. And about two months ago, I woke up and I said, you know what, Stephen, no one's figured this out. You figured this out. You have a responsibility and obligation to help golfers around the world. And I know that sounds kind of corny, but it's absolutely the truth. So let's get the program out at a ridiculously low price, even though it should be 10 or 20 times what I'm charging. But let's get it out in mass. So you can buy 26 videos for $49. It'll change your game forever. You buy it right there on the website.
0: Stephen, is there a way for us to follow you on social media as well?
1: Yeah, I'm on Instagram, uh, fluid underscore motion underscore factor. And my Facebook is my name, Stephen with a V, Yellen, Y-E-L-L-I-N. I do a lot of posting uh on on both outlets.
0: Stephen, it's been great having you as part of the show. I hope you'll come back and join me again sometime.
1: Oh, Chris, we've got a lot to
0: talk about, buddy. We just touched the surface. (laughs) I look forward to talking about it, too. Stephen, you've been great, my friend. I can't thank you enough for your time. Looking forward to catching up soon. got it. That is Stephen Yellen. S-T-E-V-E-N is the spelling of his first name, last name, Y-E-L-L-I-N. Great stuff from Stephen fluidmotionfactor.com is the website, fluid underscore motion underscore factor. You can find them on social media. So much great stuff to unpack there, folks. I got to tell you, I certainly have found that the second guy is always way better than the first guy. And then I get in my own way a bunch of times, so I sabotage myself there as well. So 26 videos for $49. How do you go wrong? Go out there and, and subscribe and get those videos And then come back and let me know what you think. And I'm certainly going to go out there and do the same because I could use a lot of that help and that fluid motion piece as a weekend warrior golfer. I know the golf swing. I just got to make sure the stuff between those six inches between my ears is right. And it seems like Steven's got a recipe for us. So look forward to having him back on the show again soon. All right, folks, it is time for me to put a bow on this episode of Next on the Team. My sincere thanks again to Tom Patry. Debbie O'Connell, Charlie Meacham, and Stephen Yellen for joining me tonight. Scheduled to join me next week are our good friend and director of instruction out of Cherry Hill, Shane LeBaron. We'll be back. Looking forward to having Shane back as part of the show. We'll also get a return visit from a guy who beat Tiger Woods twice in match play, and that's Nick O'Hearn. And then we'll round it out with a visit from Bruce Devlin. Bruce was not only a great player having won eight times on the PGA Tour He was a great announcer and is now a great instructor. Really looking forward to having Bruce as part of the show. So I hope you'll come back and join us. You can listen to this show as a podcast on just about every major podcasting app. We're out there on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audioboom, Player.fm, Podbean, Podcast.co. If you've got a favorite podcasting app, we're probably on that one too. Just go to the search bar and type in next on the T. You'll probably find us on there as well. Please check out our website, net to see what our upcoming guest schedule looks like. Plus, we give you links back to recent episodes or individual guest segments. So whether you've got 20 minutes or two hours, we've got great golfing content on there for you. Folks, I know you've got a lot of great golf podcasts out there to choose from. I am very thankful that you continue to make Next on the T one of them. Until next week, hit them straight, my friends.